Portia. Don't say my name. Portia, Portia, Portia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. When it comes to the beat. Portia Williams of The Real Housewives of Atlanta is now dating or engaged to Bodier. Bodier. Fallon looks better with the new boy than with Simon. Secondhand embarrassment. I couldn't help but sit there as I'm watching Portia. This girl is living Fallon's life. This is what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think through the situation and I could be totally wrong. But that's not nice. Um, if you're offended, then you're offended. That is a personal problem. Some of y'all told me, mind my god business. You got to mind your business. You are my god business. Beyonce's new car, the most expensive car on the motherfucking block. I don't know what uh, Tesla thing they doing. Even Marcel was recently on Wendy Williams, and she did say, I think the candy's outgrown the show. Try to figure out a, a cute exit. She has been doing this shit for a very long time, okay? How you doing? When it comes to the beat. Tina Knowles recently did an interview. She do slip up and say things. She's done this before. Slipped up and said, both of her daughters are in the studio right now creating music right now. So, Suge Knight killed Tupac off the top. I ain't the kill Tupac. I'm the protected Tupac. Bitch ass puppy killed Tupac. And there's been more sayings that should kill Tupac and Biggie. Be smart, son, because Tupac not dead. Tupac not dead. If he was dead, they'd be rushing on dude for murder. You know he's somewhere smoking a Cuban cigar. Oh my God, Kelly Price just went the fuck in. You a broke wannabe promoter. You couldn't afford to pay me. You couldn't afford to pay life. I don't know if you even paid the venue. It's, it's really fucked up. Um, that's some crooked ass shit. You wanted to pray with me? You better start praying for yourself and your whole family. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Rico Bellucci. This is another episode of the Urban Binge on Rebel TV. I guess I'll have to take that out um, when I post this on places other than Rebel TV because this is not uh, quite Rebel TV. Uh, this, is, this is for other things. But um, there's a few things that, as you can tell, I'm not feeling well today. I'm kind of down a little bit. Um, but I still want to do this. Um, and I really don't get paid shit to do this. But it's a hobby something that I really like to do um, and I believe in myself I believe that one day eventually I'll be somewhere with this stuff I'll be somewhere uh, maybe not where I, exactly where I want to be but I'll be somewhere eventually with this stuff so um, there's a few topics that were burning up hot recently in um, in the media so I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about um, whatever I've been hearing in the media one of the things I want to talk about definitely is the new app Beagle so a lot of people are on the new app Beagle and it's really hot it's really buzzing um, a lot of people really really like this app and I think it's growing in popularity um, I think it's gonna get pop more popular more popular more popular more popular um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. I, I really don't know a lot about the about the damn app, but anyway, um, I have a few topics. So first thing we're gonna talk about is if you hear any noise in the background, it's actually the app 
Bigo. Um, if you hear music other than the other than the music that's playing in the background, then it's nothing but Bigo. So recently, so recently Monique came out, did a whole video. Usually, you know, Monique don't. She's not gonna do a video unless she's upset. So we already know that Monique had to be upset when she did this video um, because she don't do a video unless she's upset or. Unless Monique is exercising, she's been doing a lot of exercising on Instagram, on her social media pages. She does a lot of exercising. Okay, that's one thing that she does do. Um, so lately she has been exercising on her Instagram for, for, not lately, but for a few years, for a very long time now. I don't quite see the weight coming off of her. So maybe it's just a hobby. Maybe it's just something that she likes to do in her spare time or her fun time because I don't see a weight change in Monique at all. But what I do see is uh, more maturity. Um, I see mentally that she's more mature than she was back in the day when she was big fat Monique. Monique reacts to women wearing bonnets in public. Hey, sweetnesses, I got a little something on my heart. You know what, let me get my other glasses because I can't see what damn thing. Oh, no. And I want to I do it here so that way we can respond together because I was just going to do a post, but I think this is a conversation. Let me put these other glasses on. I'm going to look like Dwayne. Uh, what was the baby name on Different World? Dwayne. Dwayne Wayne. Mm-hmm, that's how I used to wear his glasses. Hey, sweet babies. Okay, so here's my, um, here's the conversation. When I was a little girl, right, my father did not let me leave the house if I was not presentable. And I'm talking about the gloss out and play. My hair had to be combed, right? My father did not let me get fingernail polish before I was even, I, I was a teenager, before I had fingernail polish on my nails. And when I did get fingernail polish on my nails, my father would say, it's either on or off. You could not have no chip nails, baby. He didn't play that. And he said, you know, when you leave out the house, you gotta make sure you know, you're representing yourself. Okay. So I always held on to that, right? And I remember when I first started working out, I would put on any guy thing. I didn't care if it matched, I didn't care, cause I really wasn't, I really wasn't there. And my husband says to me, you know, when you look good, you feel good. He says, so try putting yourself together before you go work out and see how you do on your workout. And guess what? The shit worked. I like my little workout outfits, right? I like my little pieces. I like them. I feel like, you know, you, you put your little things on and you be presentable and you go out and get that thing together. Okay. Well, now here's my question. This kid is puzzling me. And I'm like, what's happening with us? Because oftentimes I see our young, beautiful sisters out there and some of our older, beautiful sisters out there. And they have on these goddamn bonnets. They have on bonnets. What is that? Like, when did we get to that? When did we get to that? And when was that okay? I, I have a bonnet. Please hear me. I have three of them. And those bonnets are for when I take my shower. Those bonnets are for when I might be getting ready to lay down and take a nap and I gotta put it on because I don't want my hair to be on a cotton pillowcase. That's what those bonnets are for. When did the bonnets become a part of the guy's outfit? When did we start doing that, y'all? And why are we letting that just be acceptable? And it, 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 is it just being lazy? Like, why can't we take the time out to comb our goddamn hair? Why aren't we taking the time out to put ourselves together? I'm seeing sisters at the airport in bonnets and slippers. Well, f it, just wear your whole pajamas. Like, just don't even, like, what are we doing? So my question, and I don't even know if it's a question. As a 53-year-old woman, as a 53-year-old woman, are we as the sisters that's half 100 having these conversations with our babies? 
Are we seeing our young sisters in the street and saying, hey, come here, sweetness. That's not what you, what you doing? And this young lady made a post the other day, and I'm like, she missed this man's point. And she had on her bonnet. And she was saying that she was at a store, and a brother came up to her and said, you know, sis, y'all oftentimes complain about, you know, men don't approach you, and men don't seem interested, and you can't find a good man. He said, but who wants to meet a woman with that on her head? And I think she took offense to it, but that brother was telling her the truth. Do you think when you go into a store and you look like mother why somebody's gonna be interested? Now they might look like motherfucking why too. So now y'all two question marks. Why and why? <laughs> why? So all I'm asking you, my sweet babies, is can we get back to some pride in our community? Can we get back to self-loving and self-care? Can we get back to that? Because I'm watching some things that just makes me go wild. And I know sometimes my baby girl be like, that's not your business. I'm like, yes it is. I'm great make it my business. I'm ready to tap this baby. We were in a, a store one time, one of the chain stores. And we were going back towards the dressing room and I saw this young lady in her got socks. Do you remember that? She had just, just her socks. And looked like she just got up out of bed and said, I'm gonna go to work. And I had to tap her. And I had to say, young lady, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And that young lady looked at me and was like, what? If I were your supervisor, do you know you would lose your job today? Today would be your last day here. So all I'm saying to you, my sweet babies, you deserve it. You deserve to give a damn about you. You deserve to give a damn about you. I care about you. So give a damn about you. And guess what? Our babies are watching. Our babies are watching. So do I agree? Yeah, I kind of do agree with Monique. I think Monique um, is right. I think that um, the bonnet thing is kind of played out. Like, do something to your head before you go out. Um, you know, don't go out there. Now, some places is okay. Now, if you live, now hold up. If you live next door to your children's school and you literally going to go drop the child off, you ain't getting on no public transportation and all that shit now with no bonnet on if you taking your child to the school that's right literally up the street a mile or less away then fuck yes wear that motherfucking bonnet I would definitely wear my fucking bonnet if I was going somewhere that close you're not gonna tell me I can't wear my bonnet if I'm going somewhere that close now come on now um, so I somewhat agree with Monique I somewhat feel like Monique Monique was a bit irritated and like Tammy Roman said, she was dealing with secondhand embarrassment. Um, she was definitely embarrassed. Secondhandedly. Um, or maybe somebody walked up to her and wanted to take a picture who had on a bonnet. And maybe she was just like, listen, oh no, baby. Let me tell you something right now. We're going to take this picture. But you better not ever wear this damn bonnet to the airport. No more. Do your damn hair. There's no way you telling me your hair ain't done, but you getting on a damn plane to go somewhere. Your hair ain't done, but you getting on a motherfucking plane to go somewhere. No, bitch. Your hair is done. You're getting on a fucking plane with a bonnet on because that's just what, that's how black women are. They don't want to fuck up their hair no matter what. They don't want to fuck up their hair. I'm, I'm like that shit. Don't touch my fucking hair. Have I taken the time out to do my hair or I've sitting, sat in somebody's chair for ample amount of time for them to do my hair um, to my satisfaction 
then I'm, I'm that's how I am. Especially if I do my baby hairs with my like my toothbrush and shit. I definitely don't want you just touching on my damn hair. Don't touch my damn hair. That's how I am. So I know bitches be like, no, I don't want to lay my head back on the seat. Why you want to lay your head back on the seat? Cause I'm a mess up my motherfucking hair, bitch. I just got my hair done yesterday. <laughs> because honestly, a bonnet is like a hat. If you can wear a hat through the airport, then you should be able to wear your bonnet through the airport. Unless there's some type of rule that is implemented that that bonnet is for sleep time and you don't wear sleep time head wraps in here. But then that wouldn't work because there's so many people that sleep with head wraps and walk around with head wraps and it's for their religion. So that definitely would not work. Speaking of Tammy Roman, Tammy Roman had a lot to say, okay. Tammy Roman um, had a response to Monique uh, secondhand embarrassment, which is where I got that from. I got secondhand embarrassment from Tammy Roman. And I, when she said that, it was just like, wait, I totally agree with her. That, 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 kind, that sounds like that could have been what it was. Well, secondhand embarrassment. She seen a black woman with a bonnet on. She got upset about that. Or that black woman was being looked at crazy or something like that. And Monique was just thinking of herself bawling like, damn it. If this girl don't take this uh, bonnet off her head, she don't even know how these people looking at her head. Monique's so busy worried about that, she need to be worried about her next gig. Sis. So anyway, Tammy Roman has something to say. And of course, Tammy Roman has something to say. When Tammy Roman has been the one um, that caused these women to start wearing bonnets the way they wear them, okay? As we all know, okay, Tammy Roman um, is the endorser, okay, the endorser of the bonnet, okay. Nobody would be wearing bonnets as much as they do if Tammy Roman didn't create her whole thing, the bonnet chronicle. So we should expect for Tammy Roman to have a lot to say, um, not just something to say, but a lot to say. Um, hey. Happy Memorial Day weekend. So listen, Monique, Auntie Mo, had come out yesterday with a um, little statement about y'all wearing bonnets out at the airport and in public and headscarves and stuff like that. And so quite naturally, <laughs> with Bonnet Chronicles being one of my brands, y'all tag me. Uh, and to that, I say this. Um, Monique, you know, when you talking, I'm gonna be quiet. And when you gone, I'm gonna be talking again. Uh, listen, so <laughs> here's the thing. Let me give y'all a little backstory. Monique and I, back in the day, were very, I, I would say we were very, very close. Uh, we knew each other's families. She knew my mom. My mom decorated her house. We, um, she so graciously put me on her show, The Parkers. Um, you know, we had a, a very nice, amicable relationship. Today, I don't feel that has changed just because uh, we've gone our separate ways, you know, um, in terms of she doing her thing, I'm doing mine. But I just actually saw her because I went to support her in Vegas. She had a residency in Vegas at the SLS Hotel. And I went down there to support her and see her do her stand-up. To me, the relationship is just like it was <laughs> when we used to hang, except now we don't hang. I gave y'all the backstory because I don't want anybody to take this and make it seem like I'm coming at Monique because that's not the case. 
I do, however, feel that we are allowed to have a difference of opinion in approach. Now, for me personally, I understood everything that she said and actually agree based on my upbringing. Like, my mama didn't play those type of games. Like, you wasn't going, before there was bonnets, there was, you know, the, the sponge rollers. And back in the day in White Plains, Mount Vernon, you would see people walking around with the sponge rollers in their head. And my mother would, would be like, that's unacceptable. And so I was raised in a way where you don't come out the house looking like that. And even with uh, Bonnet Chronicles, you know, I be in the house. You know, I wear the bonnet to bed. I be in the house, okay? I walk around in my robe in my home. I'm not outside in public like that. The thing that I'm saying is, um, Monique went on to say in her video that uh, she felt like, well, have you lost your pride? Where is your pride of self and your dignity coming out of the house like that? And I know there are a lot of people who do feel like that is ghetto, right? For me personally, and, th and that's how I'm gonna approach this, this video that I'm doing is that for me personally, I don't go out the house like that. When I'm in the airport, now I might not have no full face of makeup, but I got on a nice little unit with a baseball cap and I'm dressed appropriately for travel. Now I'm not suited and booted, but I'm also not in slippers and pajamas either. You know what I mean? It's just how I was raised. There is some thought to the, to the, there is to, to, to this um, conversation where we can't spend our time trying to convince other people of our way of thinking because some people are just not going to get it equally so you can't want more for somebody than they want for themselves equally so so tammy roman kind of kind of a little bit agreed with um monique slightly agreed with monique um and was still playful with her wording as if she's like, look, I don't want no smoke with you, Monique. So I'm going to watch what I say before I say it. That's what it seemed like. Um, but Tammy ain't stupid. Tammy know Monique could be done call her up and let her know, bitch. The only reason why. And then not only that, Tammy Roman says she doesn't even wear her bonnet out the door at all. So Tammy Roman don't even do that shit. But she's condoning it. The reason why she is condoning it. It's because she is one of the biggest, uh, uh, what is it, marketers or something, whatever the word is, for bonnets. People, a lot, so many people go buy bonnets because of Bonnet Chronicles. Maybe not now, but especially when she first started and her videos were going viral with the bonnet on, going off, reading bitches for Phil. Um, so I am back. I, I don't know. Something must have happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, I had to leave for a little while. So I don't even know what part of the story I was on. Or even, you know what? Fuck what part of the story I was on. I don't even know what, where I was. What story I was even on. I think I was on Tammy Roman. Um, talking about Tammy Roman and everything she had to say regarding Monique's rant um, about the bonnet. Um, so, like I was saying, Monique don't want us to wear the bonnets. Um, Tammy Roman expressed that she doesn't even wear her bonnet out the door. She has a daughter 
um, who wears her bonnet out the door everywhere she goes. Well, not really everywhere she goes. She says when she runs to the store, up the street, stuff like that. Not everywhere she goes. So we won't say everywhere she goes. But she did say that her daughter wears hers out the door um, to go to run a few errands or something, something of that nature. See, I don't want to be saying the wrong thing and putting the wrong thing out there, but something of that nature, right? Um, and so um, I, I, I've always appreciated uh, Tammy Roman's honesty. Um, she's very open and honest about how she feels. She doesn't sugarcoat her shit, you know? Um, and that's, that's something that I really, really admire and love about Tammy Roman. Um, Tammy Roman is not going to sugarcoat it. So um, she did go into, you know, a little bit of her knowing Monique. And uh, I remember she actually was um, on the Parkers um, one time. I remember that um, for, for a short period or for, I think, an episode or something like that. Dina don't do weird. That means no kissing, no hugging, no saying I love you. Where did you get this freak? Hey, girls. Not you, her. I don't swing that way either. Get in the bedroom. You answer the door. All over her like whipped cream on a Sunday. Whipped cream? No, -uh, now that's gonna cost you extra. <laughs> okay, in the bedroom. I don't swing that way. I'm Dina. Uh, hi, Dina. I'm Royal. Is that like in Royal Tea? <laughs> uh, hey, I guess. Uh, look, is uh, Nikki home? Hi, uh, is Kim in? She stepped out. She'll be right back. Come on in. Oh, all right. Thank you very much. I'm gonna sit down and wait for my girlfriend, Kim. So you're saying that, uh, this means nothing to you? Damn! No, she's gone for the evening. Looks like it's just me and you. So what are we gonna do? Uh, uh, look, I don't know what you're gonna do, but I'm gonna go right over here and I'm gonna... Uh, no, you know what? I think I better wait in the car. Uh, it was very nice to meet you. Dana, it was? Yes, very nice to meet you. Um, and uh, Tammy remembered that time and reminded everyone of that time to kind of set, you know, set up the stage for for um, how I'm out to disagree with her. So, um, you know, like I was saying, I think it's fine um, in some instances, you know, in some, um, sometimes. But I don't think that... Um, you know, all the time does a woman need to be going out the door with a damn bonnet on her fucking head. I think that is um, absurd. Um, I, I definitely don't think you should be going out the door every day with a bonnet on your head. Hey, my sweet babies. So, um, it took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say because I want to make sure I'm not saying it in judgment. And I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place of love. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Y'all, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie. And I'm honored that y'all do that, right? But there are times where auntie gotta talk to her babies and say some real shit. So, yesterday, I was in the airport in Atlanta because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi now at Chuckles Comedy Club, right? And we got three shows tonight. We got a matinee at 5.30, then we got seven, then we got 10, right? And I'm excited, I always love going to the stage. So when we got to the airport yesterday, I was excited, like, all right, baby, let's go get him in Jackson, Mississippi. And as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, blankets wrapped around them. And this is how they're showing up to the airport and it 
I've been seeing it, not just at the airport, I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and these slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home? Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? And if you don't want to comb your hair, they got enough out here now, baby, where you can style yourself up and look like you have pride. I'm not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing, someone would have to ask you to know that you had it. So my sweet babies, for the ones that do call me auntie, I love you for real. Even the ones that don't, I love y'all too. But the babies that say auntie to me, please listen to auntie. Always have pride in your representation of you. It's not to get a man. It's not, it is just your representation of you, my sweet babies. So I'm just giving y'all a warning. If I see you in the streets, in the airport, in the Walmart, and you got a bonnet on and you got slippers on and you looking like what the I'm Nikki gonna tap you and say, hey, baby girl, show you what you worth. Show you what you deserve. So all of those posts that you see celebrities putting out there saying, hey, queen, hey, queen, hey, queen. Well, can we start putting it into action? So I'm asking our wiser sisters, when we see our little babies out there looking like they just don't care, and I'm not saying y'all don't, it looks like it. Can we just tap them and say, baby girl, you deserve more than what you're showing. Represent you with pride, my babies. And that may be a part of us helping our community. Because if you look like you don't give a damn, how you gonna be treated? So, when I say, hey queen, I can only say it to the sisters that it belongs to. Because a lot of us are still in queen training. So if you're in queen training, Stop being fearful of taking your position. And queens don't walk around with bonnets and headscarves and slippers and pajamas. That's for the house. When you go outside, represent you, baby, like you are worthy and you deserve the title of Hey Queen. Our Nikki love y'all for real. And I ain't never gonna BS you. Stop wearing them bonnets and headscarves looking like don't nobody give a about you nor do you give a about yourself. Cause you beautiful. So represented. I love y'all for real, my babies. But I mean, if the store is right up the street, then come on, come on out. But I, I, I feel, I feel both of them. I honestly do. Um, but then Monique came back out. Um, and Monique wanted to respond to the backlash that she was um, receiving, and she actually um, did not acknowledge Tammy Roman specifically. Um, she kind of just went on um, into explaining how unapologetic she was for what she said and um she didn't feel that what she said um should have been you know she don't think it should have been taken the wrong way Monique responds to backlash after advising women not to wear bonnets in public. Well, that's not nice. Some, some of them told me I'll cancel your Some of y'all told me, Mom, I got business. You are my goddamn business. 
You are my business. And if more of us got involved with us, maybe our community would stand stronger. I'm going to give y'all a story because you know I got one. <laughs> y'all know Aniki got a story. Which I completely understand her. Um, I, I understand. Um, I understand. You know, like she said, you know, you're in your feelings. So for the ones that are upset, you are in your feelings. And, and like she said, she's okay with that. You know, somebody got to keep it real with them. Um, but, but, but the truth of the matter is... You cannot go everywhere with a fucking bonnet on your head. It just doesn't work. I can understand if you're in the pharmacy with a bonnet on your head. That makes a little bit more sense because everybody comes to the pharmacy when they're sick. So if you're sick and you're coming to the pharmacy, first of all, wear a mask. Secondly, we can kind of understand you coming um, with the bonnet on to the pharmacy or to the hospital. Um, because, I mean, if you're not feeling well, you don't feel like doing your hair and stuff. You literally want to come as you are depending on what kind of sickness or injury you have so i totally agree with monique um if you're offended then you're offended that is a personal problem it's not her problem um and her problem would mean that she she would come out and apologize it's not her problem that you're offended over um her saying you need to put something on your head other than a bonnet or you need to do your hair other than a bonnet even if it's a wig baby girl they sell cheap wigs at the beauty supply store. Replace that hat that you keep putting on your damn head to take them children to school and replace it with a fucking nice-ass wig. Okay? Do that. Do that. I think you'll be a lot more happy. Seriously. Speaking of, um, Monique, um, so, um, Beyonce recently, uh, let me go look this up and make sure that what I'm saying is um, accurate. Wow. So recently, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Um, wow. So Jay-Z and Beyonce recently just brought the, bought themselves um, the Rolls Royce Boat Tail. Now, this car is fucking beautiful. Oh, my God. Um, it's inspired by the Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce Sweptail, um, and, um, this car, oh my god, do you see this car, it's totally unreal, it's completely unreal, like, oh my god, look at this car, Becky, oh my god, look at this car, Beyonce and Jay-Z just ordered, um, I definitely wish I could afford something like this, but, uh, yeah, probably not. Um, but one day, I'm determined I will be able to buy this car. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Like, I don't even know what to say. The fact that the car is just so beautiful. Um, they definitely, it definitely doesn't say here how much this costs. Um, but I... I'm damn skippy this motherfucker cost a few uh more than a few million um a few 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 million what's up everybody so make sure you guys hit that subscribe button make sure you smash the hell out of that like button 
and make sure you hit that bell when you hit the bell you'll be notified of every time we go live um, every time we post a video you guys will be able to know firsthand and you'll be the first ones here viewing our videos anyway let's get back into this what I left off on is Beyonce and her new car um, well let me just say it's Beyonce and Jay-Z okay we know that Beyonce is not driving this car alone it's definitely Beyonce and Jay-Z's car um, I think that they have a, 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 a ridiculous amount of money, okay? It's, it's, it's honestly ridiculous how much money they have and the fact that they can just go out and buy the most expensive car on the block right now. You know, like, you're really doing the damn thing. Anyway, I need to know where the fuck Beyonce and Jay-Z's new album is, okay? Um, but I guess we got a little heads up because speaking of that, um... Tina Knowles recently did an interview, okay? And y'all know how Tina Knowles is. She do slip up and say things. She's done this before. She said some things that made people um, speculate and believe that something was going to happen based off of what Tina Knowles said. And I think she does this quite often. I don't think it's just, um, you, you know, I don't think it's just a media thing or a public thing um, to us, publicity thing. I think it's um, something that's just on her. Something that's been, that she's been like for, for many, many, many years. Tina Knowles actually did an interview, like I was saying, and she actually slipped up and said both of her daughters are in the um are in the studio right now creating uh, work, uh, meaning that they are in the studio making music right now. So uh, we do have a little bit of an insight of that. And I mean, it, that's to be expected. I mean, all of us know that when you're on a break, you go on a break for a little while and you have to get back to work. So Beyonce's work is not um, for us to see, you know, not until the work is done. So we know that after her last album, she stopped working for a little while. She probably went out, took a break. Um, of course, we know she was looking for a, a, a house because that was all in the news that her Jay-Z was looking for a house. And I think Atlanta was scratched off the map. They were like, uh, no, I'm not moving to Atlanta. I'd rather move to California in a nice-ass mansion, but we're not going to the ATL where all of Beyonce minions are so that they can be at Beyonce's house every damn day. Uh, no, and Jay-Z probably was the one that said no to Atlanta. Um, anyway, um... I think it's just, I think it's ridiculous. We know that um, that Beyonce is coming out with a new album soon because that's just what Beyonce is going to do. Um, until she announces that she is um, retiring from music, which I don't think will happen anytime soon. Anyway, um... Beyonce is just um, the shit. I mean, I honestly can't think about what the new album would sound like. If you guys know what the new album would sound like, just put it down in the comments what you think this new album is going to be giving. Because right now, I cannot tell you what this new album is going to be giving. When she did the Beyonce album, her self-titled album, I was like, how can she top that? When she did, uh-oh, uh, 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 that entire album, I was like, how can she top that? And she continues to top and top and top and surprise. She never ceases to amaze all of us, you know? Like, she constantly comes out with something new. Now, I, do you guys remember when that, that album album leaked um there was a time there was a time when um beyonce albums leaked out and actually it was an album full of um of, 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 of old songs is what it was it was like a bunch of old songs and it was a lot of songs that a lot of people don't know about but a lot of those songs are underground songs that are actually on youtube right now um and they're on youtube um by the actual name that it was on the album a lot of people bought that those albums when it was leaked out or released on apple music um a lot of people bought that album and it is now stuck on their phone like for me i bought the album so I will forever have that Beyonce uh, leaked out album. Those two albums that leaked out that included a bunch of her old underground songs and never never heard before songs. Um, so I do have those two albums and I, I, I freaking love uh, love some of those songs on, on, on those, um, some of those underground songs that, that Beyonce did back in the day. I don't think that she even likes those songs. I, I think that she is very, very much so against um, those songs and I really don't know how that album leaked out. That is a crazy thing. Um, you know, I would, I think if that was an album that was meant for her retirement, what if that was an album that was meant for her retirement? But you know what? 
she hadn't released an album in so long, I honestly thought that it was an album by her. I thought that she released it. But when it was wiped off and it was news out there that it was actually a fake leak that somebody hacked and put that out, it was just like, whoa. Okay, because Beyonce was posting like, a surprise is coming, a surprise is coming. And the next thing you know, this drops and it's removed. And Beyonce says nothing else about a surprise. So I believe this was supposed to be an album, but it's probably too many songs on there that she did not like. She was probably like, she was probably like my vocals are not good on this song. My vocals are not good on this song. So I definitely don't want those um, songs played. I mean, on the album. And they still put those songs on the album, possibly. That, that could be what happened. Anyway, um, let me get back to my news. Um, we're off of Beyonce and Tina Knowles running her damn mouth all the time because that's just what Tina Knowles do, okay? Tina Knowles is going to run her damn mouth because that's just what the fuck Tina Knowles do. Um, our next story that we want to talk about is Kelly Price, honey. Oh my God, Miss Kelly motherfucking Price. Miss Kelly Price, Miss Kelly the Price, honey. Miss Kelly the Price, honey. She went off, okay? Now, first of all, we love Kelly Price here at the Urban Band, okay? Personally, I love Kelly Price, okay? Kelly Price, Faith Evans, Karen Clark Shear, Whitney Houston, all of them. Hey, EBBI Shonda. Hey, but I thank God. I'm the Shad. God, look on right now. In the name of Jesus, healing hands, touch and deliver. Healing hands, touch and make whole. Hallelujah, ha. I know BBBI shot. Look on every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl. Hey, EBI Shondo. Hey, glory. Let me tell you something. Those voices you cannot deny, okay? 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 Do you hear me? Those are two voices that you cannot deny, okay? 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 okay. 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 You know who Kelly Price and Faith Evans is. You love their vocals, and you don't know who Karen Clark Sheard is. You need to go Google who Karen Clark Sheard is today. Okay. There's no way you cannot know who Karen Clark Sheard is and love Kelly Price and Faith Evans. It just don't work that way. Okay. Anyway, um, Kelly Price has problems on top of problems on top of problems on top of problems i swear it's like i've never seen kelly price in this much problem but you know what she gives me that she's that type of person she's been picked on she's been fucked with so much that that now she's at a point where she just feels like you know what okay what's up guys i am back i apologize for me leaving you know the good thing about a podcast is i can walk away and then i can come back um when i feel like i'm ready you know if there's new news i can always come back because um i can just um, um play a song for you guys i can um in the in 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 in, in, the, in, in between i can just put the clips together you know that's the good thing about radio and a podcast um it's consistent news constantly going um and so anything you want to know it's right there on the radio um where on tv um you know if breaking news happens like the president uh something happens to the president lord forbid then the, whatever you're watching, the program may be disconnected because of the breaking news. Here, uh, the most that you'll get is the music will be cut off, but the music will go back on and will continue, okay? Uh, on TV, you better believe that ABC, CNN, and all of them are taking over the day if something majors, major happens. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm back. Um, so, I do have uh, several uh, 
people. We This show is going to get better and better. So this is the Urban Binge in the morning. We have the Urban Binge at night. We have the Urban Binge. The Urban Binge is a podcast network, okay? Uh, we are on iHeartRadio, uh, and we have our own podcast website as well. Uh, so you can go there, and anywhere where podcasts are actually played at, uh, you can hear us. Um, and so we're here basically bringing you the urban culture news, the news that a lot of people are not talking about. You know, there are only a few black-only outlets. And I say black only because you won't catch Shade Room, Neighborhood Talk, Ice Cream Conversations. A lot of those black bloggers, we don't really talk about Taylor Swift. They're not going to be talking about Katy Perry unless Taylor Swift and Katy Perry started throwing them bowls, okay? Them two start beating each other ass, then maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. Other than that, we're not going to talk about it, okay? Um, and so I commend the urban culture news out there. I just wanted to throw my two cents in by adding the urban binge to the bowl. Uh, and I really hope that the urban culture news outlets accept urban binge and accept me when I show up to those parties because I will be at those parties. Uh, and that, you know, Jason Lee, he's always at a party. Uh, what's, the, what's the girl name with the pink hair? She's always at a party. You know. Anyway, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like. And make sure you hit that bell so that you can be notified of every video that we post when we post it, guys. You don't want to miss it, okay? Uh, and I say we because I do have a little small team. I don't have much of a team, but I do have... Okay, guys, um, I'm back. I apologize that um, I keep stopping coming back but you know what actually you guys won't ever know that i did that right you guys will never know that i did that anyway so we talked about monique we talked about tammy robin then we talked about monique again because monique had something to say now she did not like i said earlier we talked about monique responding back to the backlash she did not name tammy roman directly okay let's say that she didn't she didn't name tammy roman directly but we know who she was talking about okay we know exactly who she was talking about she was talking about motherfucking um Tammy Roman, because she, she clearly stated out loud that um, some of y'all told me to mind my motherfucking business, and that is true. Uh, somebody did say mind your motherfucking business. That was Tammy Roman. I feel like, let people do what they want to do, you know, and I feel like her video came from a, a place of secondhand embarrassment. She's in the airport. She sees somebody walking through with the furry slippers, the pajama pants, and a bonnet with their blanket. They snuggy because they're trying to be comfortable on the plane because the seats are tight and they're trying to get any comfortability that they can. And people are looking at this person. This is how I envision it in my mind. I'm not saying this is how it happened. People are looking at this person. The people that may be looking at this person with some type of disgust, annoyance, disdain, um, might not have been black. Which caused her then to say, or to think, now she know what they already think about us. Why she gotta come out the house looking like that? Secondhand embarrassment. Here again, she ain't told me this is, that's what happened. This is what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think through the situation and I could be totally wrong and I'm sure Monique will let me know. Um, but that secondhand embarrassment is what caused her to make the video and coming from a place of like, have pride in yourself, pride and dignity in yourself with your presentation. Why are you concerned with another person's presentation? Because you were embarrassed at how they were out looking outside, which has nothing to do with you. So from that standpoint, you got to mind your business. Like if somebody wants to be out there like that, now would do we want it to go like that? No, people in my age bracket, I know for sure don't want it to be like that. Would we like for people to carry themselves or their presentation differently in public? Of course, because here again, as I said, that's how I was raised. But if they don't want to do that, 
as long as they are not out here killing, robbing, stealing, uh, shooting up places and all this other stuff, I personally feel like let people rock. And I can't be grouped into a generalization about black people just because this person is out here in a bonnet. Because if they come and talk to me, have a conversation with me, or they look at me, they see that we are not the same. We are not one and the same. And I'm not gonna even disrespect the people who got their bonnet on. If people stop looking at the aesthetic of people and get to know people, just because they got a bonnet on, don't mean they ghetto, that they're not educated, that they don't have a college degree, that they don't have a career in a certain field, that they are not articulate. But people are so concerned about what other people think that we end up in conversations like this. And here again, I'm not coming at Monique. I'm saying that we have a right to have a difference of opinion. You and I equally both want people to want more for themselves. You are trying to impart that opinion of yours onto other people who didn't ask for it. I'm coming from a standpoint of as long as these people is not out here bothering anybody and that's what they choose to do, then I, Tammy Roman, have got to mind my business because there's a lot of other things that I need to concern myself with that actually have to do with me. And so if you, sister, want to be out here in the bonnet and the slippers and all that, that's on you. That's on you. I would hope that you would want to elevate your presentation. But if that's not what you want to do, that is on you. And I've got to mind my business. So those are my thoughts, because y'all was tagging me, because every, you know, as soon as she said bonnet, everybody said, ooh, ooh, Tammy. And I, I came on the post, and I said, I only wear my bonnet and my robe on the gram, and that's the truth. I, I don't go outside. I don't run to the gas station. I don't run to uh, the little market. Now, I will say this. My daughter, my daughter Jazz, if she's up in the house, and she say, you know what, I want to go. She loves Slim Jims, right? And she said, I'm just going to run to the gas station to get me a Slim Jim. And she got that bonnet on already. She's going to the Shell gas station in that bonnet. Now, do I want my daughter to not leave the house like that? Absolutely. But she's grown. And if that's how she wants to represent herself, then I've got to mind my business because that's a grown ass woman. And, and you know, that's, that's all I got to say about it. But because she got the bonnet on does not mean that she didn't go to college, does not mean that she's not articulate, does not mean that she, can't, she doesn't have a career. It doesn't mean any of those things because she does. Y'all watch the mix. Hey, Jazz. Hey, Romeo. Hey, Zonique. Hey, Jamie. Ah, Anton. The mix. Um, so, you know, she's doing well for herself, and, and that bonnet is not indicative of who she is in her entirety. And that's why I'm saying sometimes we've got to mind our business. Let me get out of here. Does this video get long about nothing? Okay, um, so that's what I had to say. And y'all know, like I said, Monique says she everybody auntie. She's my sis because we are age appropriate. And we our history goes back. Even though we haven't spoken in a long time, I have the utmost respect for her. It's just a moment where we can agree to disagree. Like I played earlier, that was Tammy Woman. We talked about Beyonce's new car. Okay, we talked about that expensive-ass car, the most expensive car on the motherfucking block. I don't know what uh, Tesla thing they're doing, but Beyonce has bought the most expensive car on the block. And that car is fucking 
beautiful put this over there anyway guys so we talked about beyonce's new expensive ass car let's not say beyonce let's say beyonce and jay-z and another thing i wanted to say about that how do famous people ever get to drive around they never get a chance to even drive around and use their new cars so at what point is beyonce and jay-z i mean what what do they live on pluto do they live on mars or something because we definitely first of all it's in the news the car has been shown everywhere we know what the car looks like unless jay-z is about to go get like unless they about to go get a new color on it uh change the rooftop like just change it completely then we won't notice but where the fuck are they gonna be able to drive with that car and just drive in it peacefully get in and out of that motherfucker like all they can do is drive around the block around their house so i really don't be understanding what's the point of famous people buying cars plus they so booked they have a taxi cab and an uber picking them up taking them to the airport from the airport they have another uber or something come picking them up for the most part that's what they do uh so i i don't know how beyonce is going to use his car is this just for publicity we bought the most expensive car on the block um that's out right now just to let you guys know J just to have it or to resell it i'm not sure what the fuck they're gonna do with the car but i love the car it's a beautiful fucking car i wish i had the money to to afford this car uh it's, it's really a beautiful fucking car the car is beautiful and then we talk about Tina Knowles running her damn mouth like she always do. Like I said, Tina Knowles, this is something that Tina Knowles typically does. She always opening up her mouth, uh, saying something by mistake, though. And, and it's to be expected. Wendy get Wendy been doing this shit for this long. Wendy, she, let me tell you something. Wendy Williams, she has been doing this shit for a very long time, okay? How you doing? Wendy Williams, remember back on her shows and think about when she's always making mistakes and Norman has to correct her. Big, big, huge dumbass mistakes like today. She claimed she didn't realize that Phaedra was off the show. As long as she's been watching The Housewives, she done befriended Nene, fell out with Nene, then had every housewife on her show. Phaedra has been gone for about three or four years, Wendy. That aggravates me. It really does. And my partner, he knows that. He knows I cannot stand that you forgot some shit. That's so shit that's not for, that should not be forgettable. Yeah, she kind of sort of is. She kind of sort of is. She kind of sort of is giving Beyonce. Bitch, you're giving B. Um, so, so I don't know. I just, um, see, you keep making me forget my thoughts. What was I saying? What's up, guys? It's your boy Rico Pellucci. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Make sure you hit that bell. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you give us five stars, guys. If you like the show, give us five stars. We need those five stars so that we can continue to expand what we do here. Uh, also share this tell everybody about the urban bench on youtube tell everybody about the urban bench podcast um i'm rico bellucci i typically have a partner here jay but uh jay is going through some contractual uh what is it contractual debates or contractual uh i don't even know the fucking word trying to talk all proper and, and uppity and shit but um jay don't know what he want to do right now so we don't know if Jay is a host currently or if we're going to have to find another host. But the executives of the Urban Bench will figure that out. Uh, but right now, I'm permanent, okay? I'm permanent. No, no, let's not say I'm permanent because um, I can replace myself. Uh, anyway, let's, 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 let's move on and see. This is the type of shit. Make sure you guys check out Bego, and we'll talk about Bego a little later at the end of the show. Stick around so I can uh, talk a little bit about uh, how Bego is and how Bego works, okay? Uh, Bego is a new social app that everybody is hopping on right now. That shit is popping. Then they pay you. Anyway, uh, we talked about Tina Knowles. The next thing we want to talk about is uh, Kelly Price. I know I started on that a little bit and I never got to get over it, uh, get through it completely. So let's talk a little bit about Kelly Price with her problems, problems, and more problems on top of problems, okay? Uh, 
first of all, Miss Kelly Price, uh, we love Kelly Price. Like I said before, we love Kelly Price here at the Urban Bench. We love Kelly Price, Whitney Houston, Karen Clark Shear, Faith Evans, Jasmine Sullivan, Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, all those voices, okay? If you hear the names, Kim Burrell, if you hear the Leandria Johnson, if you hear the names that I'm naming, think about the name, the other names I didn't name that you like, the gospel singers that you like. Maybe you'll say Yolanda Adams, eh, okay? Yolanda Adams can usher the spirit in, but Yolanda Adams cannot... Yolanda Adams can hold a key, hold a tune, but whatever the fuck it's called, but she cannot. But Yolanda Adams is the gospel legend right now of our time, right, Jay? Yolanda Adams is the gospel legend of our time right now, of our time. She honestly is. Yolanda Adams is the most household name. Karen Clark Sheard and the Clark Sisters are not a household name. They're becoming. They have always been known in the industry very well. Yeah, I'm serious. It's a lot of people. Okay, right, right. But I said gospel legend. Okay, well, I meant I meant female. Let me say that. Because I love Karen Clark Shear, but it's not Karen Clark Shear. It's most definitely of our time right now, Yolanda Adams, because she's a household name. Everybody, even if you don't go to church, ain't never been to church, you know you know Yolanda Adams. People don't know Karen Clark Shear. That's what I'd be like, Karen Clark. Karen Clark. What's that lady name? Karen Shears. Shears. Shears is Sheard. That's how you know you don't know. Good music, because if you don't know who Karen Clark Sheard is, you don't know good music. If you know who Kelly Price is and not Karen Clark Sheard, then you need to get it together. Anyway, one of Kelly Price's first problems was uh, at the car dealership. So Kelly Price was explaining on Instagram. She went live on Instagram, and shouts out to Nine Mag uh, on YouTube channel. You guys, make sure you subscribe to Nine Mag TV. Uh, they really like he really be on his shit, man. Nine Mag really be on his shit. I don't know what made him come up with the idea of taking these celebrities, urban celebrities, not white. You won't see Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise on uh, his YouTube channel. You can find that on uh, White Mag TV, but not on Nine Mag TV, okay? This nigga, he go and he records all day. I don't know if he got a team or what, but he just sits there all day recording the YouTube, I mean the Instagram live of celebrities. And he posts it on his YouTube channel. And I think that that's, uh, man, the idea is awesome. Because I think he has like 90,000 subscribers. I'll look it up. I, he has a lot of fucking subscribers. Nine Man has a lot of subscribers. He is doing a damn thing. He thought of something when he thought of that. He really did. He did something when he did that. Um, but make sure you subscribe to Nine Mag, and I'm gonna play his video because he recorded the live, so we gotta give him credit, uh, of, of, of Kelly Price going the fuck off, okay? On, um, uh, CarMax or some, some, uh, Enterprise, I think. Uh, just listen to this. Just, just take a listen. Kelly Price discusses okay, her situation uh, with a rental car agent. Maybe somebody can help me figure out what to do. Hurts. Um, I posted about hurts. a little more than a week ago that my aunt had a fall listen and I had to go see her. I rented a car from Hertz um, and returned the car wow. less than 24 hours She's later when I got back on my flight to come now. home. Hertz has not closed out the rental, so I've been harassed every day since then, at least three calls a day by someone at Hertz who's saying that I still have the car. Um, problem I'm having right now is that I just had a woman named Kelly from Hertz who called me to tell me that she was sending the police to my house. Now, mind you, I've been speaking mm. to someone every single day. Hertz has hit my account every day. They've taken 15 additional $100 out of my account mm. in the last five days because they're saying I still have the car. They've double-checked. They know that the car is there. They just know that the lazy young lady that works at the airport is behind in her paperwork, and she hasn't closed out my agreement when the car has been back there hey. since the 15th of May. This is the problem I'm having. The woman called me, first of all, like I was stupid. Second of all, like I don't know my rights. Third of all, she was talking to me like I was crazy. 
Kelly is her name. And then they had oh, Kelly how you got that Kelly. name, I don't know, because most Kellys are incredible people. Ain't they wrong they messed that? up with you. The black girl um, said, matter of fact, since you like talking to people like they're nobody, her number is area code 954. It's probably not her number anyway, but it's area code 954. I think that's D. Kelly Price. The woman just called me and spoke to me like I was a piece of trash. She just talked to me like I was stupid. She just spoke to me like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure the record is in front of job. her. I have a Do screenshot from job, someone bitch. that I spoke to yesterday at Hertz who said that they were finally able to get a hold of someone to take care of the matter. But this woman was talking to me like I'm stupid. Now, I don't want to make it about this whole thing because we know everybody thinks everything is about black and white, but I'm pretty clear I was talking to a Asian woman. She was absolutely sure she was talking to a black And I did curse her the whole hell out because I've been dealing with this for over a week and Hertz can't seem to get their stuff together. I'm trying to figure out how somebody that works in a local edition of Hertz, no one in corporate and no one in regional has the power to override it when someone at the local place does not do their job and close out the records. First, I want an apology, Hertz. Second, I need all my money back, every bit of it. Lastly, Kelly, who called me from that 95 number in Jacksonville, please go back and review the tapes. You are gonna hear me curse her out, but you're also gonna hear her talk to me like I'm a dumb little girl. And if something does not happen about that, Hertz is gonna be hearing from my lawyers. I am so not playing. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God, Kelly Price just went the fuck in. Kelly Price don't be playing no damn game. She ain't playing with your ass. She said she spoke to somebody, she spoke to a manager, the manager said, we apologize. Actually, the bitch ain't did her job yet. She backed up on paperwork, then she got us calling 20 and 30 motherfuckers talking about they still got the goddamn car, and they ain't got shit. We got it on camera that they came through the fucking gate with the shit. This bitch ain't doing her job. You're fired. You're, you're fired. What is wrong with you? Huh? What did you? You know, you messed away with, you done lost your way. But I'm gonna help you find it. You're fired. What? That's what. We don't need you no more. You can go on about your business. Y'all have called me multiple times a day. I've told you all the same story every single time. I have not had this car since the 15th, and you all are harassing me. Even if I did have the car, even if the car was overdue, if this was a legitimate bill collection attempt, you are still not allowed to harass people. So I don't know about people. I don't know if people understand that even if you do have bill collectors calling you, it's against the law for them to harass you. It's against the law for them to you. And it's against the law for them to scream and yell at you, which Kelly from Hertz did. So I know you record all of your calls. So let's see if this particular phone call gets lost. It doesn't matter because I recorded it. Next steps. We'll see. Car rental shit happened before her next incident, okay? Her next incident, it's like, damn, Kelly Price, like, you got, you got issue on top of issue on top of issue, Kelly. I really feel bad for Kelly. Um, damn, Kelly. She was a friend of mine. Damn. Okay, so the next issue with Kelly Price, she was booked, Kelly Price was booked, okay? She was booked for an event. Uh, an event uh, in, I forgot what state it was in. Um, so she was booked for an event. She was supposed to go to the event. Uh, the guy, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, she was saying that the guy paid half of the money because the guy, the guy gave her this much, I guess, here, and then this much to get your room and your plane and da 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 Then I give you the other half after the performance, okay? So she seems as if Kelly is saying she got half of the money and um, she didn't get the other half of the money um, because he didn't have it once she arrived to the actual state where the, where the concert or where the event was going to be taking place. Okay, so Kelly Price decided to go on Instagram and air this man slap the fuck out um, and put all his business out there that he's a janky promoter. 
And for everybody to beware of this janky fucking promoter in whatever state she was in. Um, let's play it right here. Let's play it. Kelly Price has a few choice words for the promoter who couldn't pay her. Disgusting piece of human feces. My grandmother, first of all, is the eldest living member of my family. She's almost 96 years old. She survived last year. She lost my mother. She lost my grandfather. I lost 15 other family members last year. And I said to you when you called me less than two hours ago, after I've been in Houston all day long, I hadn't heard from you. You've been hiding from me because you don't have my money because you could not afford to pay me to be here today. For those of you who don't understand how this business works, we do get 50% up front. We get 50% up front, we get our travel paid for, and the balance is supposed to be paid no later than the day of the show before it's showtime. Kendrick James of Houston, Texas. You, you are a liar. You are going to burn in hell. You tried to call me and you told me you wanted to pray with me because you didn't have my money. I don't need to pray with you, get your money up. Get your wallet up. Get your bank account up. Don't book an artist if you can't afford to pay them. I shared with you on the phone when you said to me that you were having issues this evening, that if I wanted to make excuses, that my excuse would have been that I wouldn't have gotten on the plane this morning because my grandmother isn't well, because my grandmother is almost 96 years old. You would go and share with audience members and with the people at the venue and with the other artists that the reason why I didn't get on stage tonight is because I was having drama with my family and my grandmother was sick in hell i mean that on everything i love my grandmother is almost 96 years old she has never done anything for anybody in this world but pray for them love them and try to help them be better you would put that out there i didn't even know anything about what was going on with my grandmother until less than 12 hours ago and i shared that with you to, and i only shared it with you to say to you that at the end of the day what we do is we get the job done the show must go on. I got on the plane and I came here today knowing that I had family obligations and my whole point was to get through the night and I spent all day today looking for flights so that I could fly to see my grandmother as soon as I got done doing this show tonight. You would share with the other artists and with the other artist managers that I had issues going on with my grandmother? That's coming back to you and your whole family. You wanted to pray with me? You better start praying for yourself. I'm not like these spine jelly back old school Christians that feel like you can't be mad at somebody and you can't sit God on them. No, I actually feel like that when you live right and you write by people that you have the right to go to God on your own behalf and ask God to sick the angels on people that ain't doing right and ain't living right and ain't saying the right thing. You, my sir, are a liar. You are a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. And you put your mouth on my grandmother. My grandmother ain't been nothing but a prayer warrior and she ain't did nothing but help people in this life. You put your mouth on my grandmother? Let's put it this way. So for everybody that knows Kendrick James, oh, by the way, because you wouldn't answer your phone and you kept sending your phone to voicemail, so I had to speak to the driver that picked me up from the airport and your brother Dion, because you wouldn't answer the phone. Because you a coward and a duck and a couple of other things that I won't say because there's some people that may need me to call them and might not be able to receive my prayer if I call you the B-I-T-C-H that you really are. Keep my grandmother's name out your mouth because you don't even know what you're doing to yourself spiritually. Keep her name out of your mouth. If my grandmother was well and doing okay, the fact remains, you did not have my money. You did not, you couldn't afford to pay me for tonight's show. That's the reason why I wasn't at Moody Gardens. You called me and asked me to pray with you so you could have a conversation with me about what we needed to do for tonight. We didn't need to do anything for tonight. You needed to find my money or you needed to find something else to do because Saturday night ain't happening, as you can see right now, because I'm not at the venue, because you don't have my money. So please stop having the venue call my phone. Please stop having the venue call my musical director. Please stop having the venue call my production manager. Because before we even got to the part where you didn't have my money, you didn't have my tech rider. 
the in-ears weren't there, the wrong speakers weren't there, the wires were all jacked up, and you hired your homeboy to do sound instead of hiring a real sound company. So where else are we going with this? My days of being nice, Kelly, keep it to yourself. Y'all can call me whatever you want to call me. Baby, I'm almost 50 years old. People ain't even making it to C50 no more. The people I grew up in this industry with ain't making it to C50 no more. Y'all need to know what's going on with these promoters. They lie, they cheat, they steal, they don't have our money, they don't pay us, they don't pay us on time, they try to put us on layaway. Can I put a show on layaway? Can somebody give me 10% of a show and then I give you 10% of a show and then I turn around and give you the rest of the 90% of the show 90 days later? That can't happen because that's not how this works. Kendrick James, you are a liar. You are a procrastinator. You are... I can think of so many other things to call you, but where you messed up was when you let my grandmother's name come out of your mouth. Because I don't need nobody to feel sorry for my grandmother. My grandmother's almost 96 years old. My grandmother has lived holy. She has lived as a prayer warrior. She has prayed more people through than you will ever know before you close your eyes the last time you speak to a person in your lifetime. And you would let her name come out of your mouth and use it as an excuse for why your business ain't straight tonight? You a broke, wannabe promoter. You couldn't afford to pay me. You couldn't afford to pay life. I don't know if you even paid the venue, but the venue's calling on your behalf right now. But at this point, it's 10 p.m. I've been here for 11 hours. Excuse me, 13 hours. I got here at 9. I've been here for 13 hours, and you've been hiding from me. You didn't have my money. You didn't have answers. You didn't have my tech writer. You didn't have the right mics. You didn't have the right speakers. My, my, my production manager was there. You didn't have any of the things that were supposed to be on my tech writer. So while you playing, get your business up, get your money up, and get your game up. Because what you're not getting ready to do is screw my name up 30 years into this business. Try with somebody else. Say what you want to say, but you don't do what I've been doing for 30 years and not been doing it wrong. It's not because you've been doing it wrong. You don't do what I've been doing for 30 years because you've been doing it wrong. You do what I've been doing for 30 years because you got it right. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I'm gonna tell you for the last time. Say what you wanna say, do what you wanna do. You better keep my grandmother's name out of your mouth. Keep my grandmother's name out of your mouth. Keep her name out of your mouth. Worst mistake you could have ever made in your sorry, poor, wannabe, an excuse of a person. I need one thing, please. One thing, please. I literally need one thing. What a thing. What a thing. What a thing. One thing. Please, just one thing. Please, just one thing. I need just one thing, please. Please, I need just one thing, please. Can you come here, please? Can you come here, please? Please, come, come. Come here, please. guys i am back okay i'm back kelly price was um like literally really really um pissed off like kelly wasn't having it it's really unfortunate that kelly is going through all this stuff that's like two things back to back that she got to deal with um but this i think this second incident really took kelly price overboard i really do i believe it took her overboard um because the first issue was already like, okay, bitch, don't try me. Don't try my time. Like, don't try my time. Don't try my fucking patience, bitch. I'm not fucking having it. Uh, and then next thing, she has this issue with this promoter. And then just think about it. Like, you're expecting to get a certain amount of money. In your head, she probably already uh, planned out what she needed to do with this money. Uh, one was probably get a lawyer for this hurt situation. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
because I believe Kelly Price got money. But I believe, too, that if you're going to say that you're going to do something, regardless of if you got money or not, it still kind of bothers you. you no, know, like he gave her half the money. He gave her the money to make it to the um, he gave her money to make it to the venue. He gave her the money for the hotel, for the plane, all that shit. He gave her half of the money, but she got all the way to the state where the venue was supposed to take, where the event was supposed to take place, where the venue was, to the hotel, and he doesn't have the rest of her money. He decides to call and say, let me pray with you. So the prayer was going to lead into me saying, I really don't have the money for you. You know, I don't have the money right now to give you, so I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, it's, it's so unfortunate that, 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 uh, Kelly Price is going through this. Uh, she was really pissed, though, about this second situation. It was definitely a buildup. You know, you have, she had one issue that was kind of like, you know, don't fucking try me. Then she had a second issue that was, I feel like, pretty worse. Um, so uh, let's pray for Kelly Price, because like she said, all she do is pray for people. Her grandma gonna do nothing but pray for people. That's all her grandma gonna do, so I'm talking about her grandma, which I feel. We are complete fans of Kelly Price here at the Urban Bench. Trust and believe that we are true fans of Kelly Price here. Like I said, Kelly Price, Faith Evans, Whitney Houston, Shaka Khan, Karen Cartier, Kim Burrell, Leandria Johnson, Aretha Franklin. Those are true vocals right there. You, the undeniable, 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 undeniable. Nobody can ever say those uh, list. The, that list of ladies that I just named uh, is not a beast. Those are beast. Okay, let me tell you. Anyway, um, one thing I noticed, I cannot, I cannot uh, smoke so much weed when I get ready to do these podcasts because it kind of makes me sluggish. Uh, not just sluggish, but it kind of uh, makes me forget my immediate thoughts. So if I'm thinking about a story or something good that I want to say while I'm already talking currently, by the time I get done with that um, bit of sentences uh, and try to remember what I thought about while I was talking, I totally forget. And I feel like it's a result of me smoking so much weed. Um, I've been smoking weed for too many years and has have never stopped every fucking day of my life um, Every two hours or every three hours. I have to have THC in my system and it's kind of ridiculous It, it, it really is. It's kind of ridiculous um, Anyway, let's move on um, and like I said, let's pray for Kelly Price because we all love Kelly Price I don't know what Kelly Price ever did to anybody except for not took Hertz back their car Allegedly, because that's what Hertz is saying. Allegedly, Hertz is saying, look, you didn't bring back the car. Kelly Price is saying, I brought back the fucking car. Okay? That's the only thing I can think of. Um, other than that, her friends keep doing the same shit to her over and over and over again. There's this song that the Ricky Smiley Morning Show does every morning. They do this song um, where it's like, um, Jay. Let me tell Jay to come in here. And Jay will come in here, and he'll he'll do the song. Um, hi, Gianni. How are you? What's the song that Ricky Smiley Morning Show does uh, about the underwear? What is it? Oh. What should I today? Yes, I'm going to. I am going to listen to that song right now. Watch this. Sup, social cam. What's up? So me and my sisters just wrote a hit song. Okay, Tina wrote it. Start off, Tina. Oh. Well, you gotta start off with the beat. Okay. What drawers should I wear today? Oh, what drawers should I wear today? Should I wear my granny panties? Or should I wear a thong? What drawers should I wear today? 
Smiley them came up with something when they came up with that one. That is a good ass song, honestly. I love that song. Um, I have like a few lapel mics. I bought this whole lapel mic system, this whole movie system and stuff because I went to Atlanta to actually film a reality show. And um, unfortunately, when I got down there, there was an emergency that happened here in New York. So I had to be back to New York in 12 days rather than be in Atlanta for the 20 days that I planned on being down there. I think almost 20 days, not quite 20 days, but almost 20 days I was going to stay down there um, just to get some work done. And I was actually going to be filming a reality show that I, that I created. Um, so that actually did not work out uh, because I had to rush home. And so... I kind of feel bad. I have my equipment over here to the side that I had to bring back from Atlanta, back up here, um, without doing the work that I really wanted to do. And I'm so glad I didn't start on it because it would have been a flop. I would have had half of a show, um, half of a movie, half of a series, and um, it wouldn't have been completed. So I am glad that um, I, I, um, I was let known. That, that there was an emergency and that I needed to be back. I'm glad I was letting on that early so that I didn't get started on no work um, and kind of fuck it all up. So um, now at this point, I feel kind of bad because I have like some people who I was, who was lined up for auditions, um, people who was lined up to sign contracts. And unfortunately, I had to leave Atlanta. I just had to up and leave Atlanta and actually drive back to New York, how much of an emergency it was. I had to drive my ass back to New York City. Um, and it was just, it was ridiculous. I was really disappointed. Uh, very, very disappointed. Anyway, um, let's move on. So there's always, of course, there's always a new story about Tupac and Biggie. Who killed Tupac? Who killed Biggie? People have ruled out, um, you know, in their own head that the killer is um, your boy, your boy, um, Suge Knight. It's who everybody say it is. Um, but the FBI agent alleges that Suge Knight ordered the 1997 killing of Notorious B.I.G. Okay, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, this article by author R. R. Luther Lee, by R. Luther, R. Luther Lee, um, at the AJC Atlanta Journal-Constitution, he actually did this article about um, the FBI agent. So I actually already had seen the FBI agent or heard about it through uh, Gary with the T or the brat, one of them, on Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, I had already heard about it through them, and um, I was interested. I'm like, so first of all, where, where, where did this man say this at? Okay, so of course there's a documentary. There's always a documentary about Tupac and Biggie. Uh, there will always be a documentary about Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and Prince, like it, and Aretha Franklin. It will continue on and on and on and on. So of course there's a documentary about the notorious B.I.G. And the, the um, FBI agent that is in um, in this, okay? Let's read this. It says, retired federal agent says death row music exec paid Hitman as revenge for killing of Tupac Shakur. So, um, um, they felt like Biggie, of course, and we all know this, this is not news to anybody. They felt like Biggie killed Tupac. They felt like Biggie set that whole thing up. So, Suge felt like I got something for his bitch ass. Since Tupac is dead, I got something for this nigga. 
Of course, come on. Suge was highly pissed off that Tupac died the way he died and, and that he was dead, period. If Suge didn't have something to do with Tupac's death as well, okay? Because Suge could have had, they, they say Suge had something to do with Tupac's death. That's, what, that's what's been said in the past as well. So uh, if he didn't have something to do with his death, then of course he was retaliating back. Um, I just don't understand um, where's the evidence that Biggie... Um, and I'm not trying to start no bullshit or nothing. I just want to know where's the evidence that Biggie or Diddy or any of them uh, set this whole thing up to have Tupac killed. When there's been more sayings that two, uh, should kill Tupac and Biggie than there are Biggie killed Tupac. Okay, uh, It's not many people that I hear or that I've heard say Biggie killed Tupac. As much as I've heard, should kill both of them. You know what I mean? How you doing, Shug? Right. Smoking your stove. I like that, man. We ever been arrested for? On, I guarantee you, it's it never been nothing for me but straight and violence. Ain't no, you ain't snitching. No, no, I, don't, I ain't never in my life told. You yeah. know, I'm the mother when people ask me if I know who killed Tupac, and I said Tupac dead. A lot of said, "Hey, absolutely not." You, you'll have a naive mother walk down the street and said, "Suge Knight killed Tupac." Well, everybody know I ain't the killed Tupac. I'm the protected Tupac. But bitch ass Puffy can give him a mother star and. Every rat in the world said he didn't want to kill Tupac. Yeah. I had him shot. Why you think nobody been arrested if they said they didn't want to kill Tupac? Because they're snitching to the police, so they ain't not gonna get arrested. Not just snitching. Be smart, son. Because Tupac not ain't dead. Tupac not dead. If he was dead, they'd be arresting no dude for murder. You know he's somewhere smoking a Cuban cigar. You know what you're doing right now. You know what I mean? Suge Knight is in jail. As you know, he's in prison, serving a 28-year prison sentence for intentionally running over and killing a man in 2015 in that um, driveway of that restaurant in California, I believe it was California, where he ran into that man frontwards and backwards. He drove over him a few times, back and forth, back and forth, and then stood up in court and drove off, actually went home, lived his life. There is some new and disturbing video that will impact the murder case against media mogul Suge Knight. The video obtained by TMZ shows the January 29th incident where Knight's truck apparently runs over the two men. The truck backs up, hits one man. Seconds later, uh, the truck comes back and runs over that man. We had to, you know, digitize the video because it's very violent. And then it also runs over um, another. And one of the men ran, uh, who were run over died. Knight says that for his part, he was trying to get away because he thought he was being ambushed and might actually be shot. Suge Knight is expected back in court at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time today, and CNN's Paul Verkamen is at the courthouse in Los Angeles. Here with me, legal analysts Joey Jackson and Danny Savalos. Paul, first to you, what are we expecting? Because we're hearing now that uh, Suge may have actually dismissed his attorney and is thinking of representing himself. Is that accurate? Well, things change fast here in Los Angeles, actually. And what happened is this Knight has already appeared. Knight walked into the courtroom, and he basically uh, notified everybody that his new attorney is Matthew Fletcher from Long Beach, and then Matthew Fletcher came downstairs after this very, very quick proceeding, one in which a bail hearing was set for uh, the 20th or continued until then. And Fletcher got in front of this whole video issue. And Fletcher said repeatedly that this was a case where Suge Knight was lured to this hamburger stand and then was ambushed there. He said he thought by three men who were known gang members. Let's take a listen to what the new lawyer for Suge Knight had to say. Suge Knight then puts his arm reverse, gentleman hit, then he takes the easiest way out. He's not required to back out and reverse down the street. These guys were, my, my understanding of active gang members, is clearly a gun was removed from one of them. Again, the new attorney for Suge Knight trying to get out in front of all this, repeatedly stating that 100%, he says that this video shows that 
Suge Knight was ambushed, clearly laying a defense out where Suge Knight is articulating that these men had plotted and schemed to attack him at that burger stand outside the courtroom, though. Others, supporters of uh, not of Suge Knight saying, of course, that he is just a thug and this is part of his criminal activity. And stood up in court as if he couldn't see him. I'm going blind in my eyes. Um, I didn't do the, uh, all this bullshit. When we seen the camera footage ourselves, he basically ran over that man twice and killed him because the man, I believe, died from some type of internal bleeding and internal injury that he had um, from being hit with this big-ass fucking F-150 truck that um, Suge Knight big-ass was driving in. It was really a sad scene. Phil Carson is the name of the former federal investigator. Uh, he identified the hitman as Amir Muhammad, okay, a nation of Islam convert who got help from rogue officers inside the Los Angeles Police Department who allegedly helped cover up the crime that, uh, that to this day remains unsolved. So rogue officers meaning uh, officers who were in on the whole thing, crooked officers basically, just completely crooked ass, fucked up, blackmailing ass officers. The reason why I say blackmailing is because they still will uh, lock your ass up for some shit that you do. But in, on, on the other hand, if you got some weed or something and they want to smoke a blunt, then they won't fuck with you. So uh, crooked backstabbing ass officers um they covered it up and that's why the 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 killing remains unsolved so uh he claims that that the it was set up by suge knight for amir muhammad to go and um take him out completely uh, and, it, and it's saying here that um he actually did it over retaliation you know he wanted to get him back he felt like shit you killed tupac i'm coming to kill your ass the same fucking way shoot up this goddamn car that's really fucked up that's a really fucked up way of dying like damn he took all 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 he took all nine um or all four nine millimeter nine millimeter bullets that struck him um from the black chevy impala that pulled alongside him uh so he was in a gmc suburban the Chevy Impala pulled up next to him and just lit into the fucking car. Just lit into the fucking car. Just pop, 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 pop. But just four times. Pop, 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 pop. He knew he had got him. He popped him in the chest, popped him everywhere, like all in his stomach and shit. He really was, he really did try to fuck him up. He got paid a lot of money for that shit. That's, that's real fucked up. But um, we don't know. This FBI agent was fired. From his job he claims that he tried over and over to tell his sergeant to look deeper into the situation to to take this turn and take this turn look at this and look at that this could have happened and this could have happened and ultimately he was let go from his position of being a detective or fbi agent uh of of of, of the of the of the force so it's, it's really fucked up um that's some crooked ass shit fbi um for them to do that um anyway let's move on to the next story now, i'm saving the best story for last okay before Bigo, okay. I am gonna talk about Bigo. I'm live on Bigo right now. So Portia, 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 Portia Williams of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She is truly living her fucking life, okay. Um, yesterday, or either yesterday or the day before yesterday, was her daughter's um, Pilar. You know, um, Portia has a daughter. If you didn't know, and you've been somewhere sleeping under a rock, uh, Portia Williams has a daughter. Her daughter' name is Pilar, okay. Pilar is by Dennis and Portia, okay. Uh, Portia is now dating or engaged to a friend of the show, friend of the Real Housewives of Atlanta show, uh, Fallon Gubodier, Gubodier, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, she she came on the show as a friend. I think a friend to Portia. 
and she introduced her husband, blah, 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 blah. Now Portia is dating the guy, okay? Um, now Portia's engaged to the guy. Uh, basically, what it looks like to everybody is Portia is engaged to her friend's ex-husband, okay? That's what it looks like to everybody. And uh, that's kind of sort of what it is, but all we have to eliminate is the strong f word of friend, okay? Because they, they weren't quite friends in the way that so many people are thinking okay they were friends but not in the way that so many people are are thinking they were friends okay let's, let's just start there they were friends but not in the way that everybody is thinking they were friends they weren't they weren't like um when you get in the shower i'm in the bathroom doing my makeup they were not friends like that you know what i'm saying uh like cynthia and nini nini and marlo you know what i mean so, like Tammy Roman said, Tammy Roman did explain how reality TV works sometimes. Uh, basically, they'll do a point of a point of interest, right? So, so, so we're gonna bring home the show, and we're gonna say uh, she knows you. But I'm just gonna tell you, there's a couple of points that I want to hit on, because Portia came out and said, "Well, that wasn't even my friend," and I want to explain that to you guys. Yes, this woman Fallon was on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and yes. She was introduced to all of us as being Portia's friend. But let me explain to y'all how reality TV works. When they are trying to introduce a new character onto the show, they have to figure out a person that they can attach that individual to so that you guys will be more accepting of the new person coming in. A lot of times, we don't be knowing these people. Okay, like how people are like, well, ain't she Jackie friend? Ain't she, you know, when um, basketball-wise, when we would introduce a new character. But Jackie was always the person that would raise her hand and be like, well, I'll, she could be my friend and I'll bring her on. But a lot of times you don't really know these people. You're just a segue for an introduction. So I'm going to step out on a limb and say maybe that was the position that Portia was put into initially, right? Hey, here's this girl Fallon, her husband Simon. They're going to be on the show. Since you're with, uh, what's the name, Dennis, maybe, you know, from a couple standpoint, you can be her point of contact and introduction. Perfect. Now, once you start filming with a person, you develop a certain rapport with them and relationship. Now, the minute that you went to her house and you met this man and you were swimming all in the pool and y'all was going all out and having dates and all this other stuff, that's when I feel like it crossed a line and you should have been respectful to their relationship. Because she lives in your neighborhood, we're going to say she knows you and you're her friend, okay? Just to kind of bring her in as an introduction and not just bring her in. I don't know any of the ladies. I'm just here. So who brought you in? That's breaking the third or fourth wall, okay? We don't want to let them know what producers are doing behind the scenes. That's breaking the breaking the third or fourth wall, one of those walls. It's letting them know what's going on behind the scenes. So it has to be as if she was brought in by one of the cast members, right? Not by the producers. The producers found her or not by an application. She signed up for the show, right? Um, so Portia is dating him, but baby Pilar birthday was a couple of days ago and I couldn't help but sit there as I'm watching Portia's story. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, damn, this girl is living Fallon's life, right? And it's as if she's rubbing it in her face. Like if you're watching me right now or everybody, if you're watching me right now, look at how happy I am on this jet that could have been Fallon's on, um, in this and doing this and doing, you know, all this stuff. And all I could think is she's living Fallon's life. This is completely Fallon's life. Her baby had a birthday party. They're, the house that they're at is just immaculate, okay? And guess who's there? Simon. Simon is standing right there. So he definitely sponsored the entire party, okay? Let's say that. Um, and he's sponsoring her trips. Like, she's going on trips on a private jet and everything. And I said it before already. 
Um, Fallon is a twig. Okay, I said this in my other YouTube video. Fallon is a twig. Portia is all woman. She curvilicious. That bitch is bootylicious, curvilicious. She's a lot of woman. So imagine her riding Simon and imagine Fallon riding Simon. Okay? Who gonna make that peen feel better? And who gonna make him look better? Like, he's standing next to Fallon or him standing next to a lot of body Portia. A lot of body Portia, right? Okay then. Um, so Fallon really fucked up big time, whatever she did to cause um, her to lose everything that she lost. She lost everything. Literally, she lost everything. Um, one thing that I can say, though, is, is that whatever it, uh, Fallon um, is doing right now is causing her to gain weight. Okay, recently a trailer came out, Up Up and Adam, I believe his name is, um, and he's going to be doing an interview with Fallon. He's a white guy, of course, that's who she went to first. Um, so she's going to be doing an interview with him. And you can see she is clearly addressing her divorce with Simon. And as she begins to talk about it, she is crying, tears flowing down her face. Um, she's choked up. She can't really speak about what what happened. Uh, so since this trailer came out, Simon broke his silence. All I could think about then is who made him break his silence? Portia made him break his silence. I think Portia said, this bitch is telling lies. She ain't telling the truth about what really happened. She got me looking like I done stole somebody man and she got you looking like you just done up and fucking left her ass for me. And I was just at y'all house and shit. You need, as much as you want to be reserved, cool, calm and collected or collective, you need to go on ahead and come out and say, what the fuck happened? So we can all stop looking stupid and let this bitch deal with what the fuck she did, okay? So since the trailer came out, Simon took Portia's advice, I believe, okay? This is not what actually happened. I don't, I don't know if Portia gave him advice to come out. But what actually did happen is an interview is coming out with Fallon and Simon has addressed what caused him to file for a divorce from Fallon and move on to Portia. The main thing that it was, because I'm sure there were other things, he didn't name them all, but one thing that he named is this guy who has been up under him and up under Fallon who was sleeping with Fallon the entire time. I believe this guy is named Jalen. Okay, his Instagram, I believe, is it's Jalen. Alleged, and all of this is alleged because I don't have proof. All I have is, is that Simon did say this. Simon, if Simon's page was not hacked, Simon said she was sleeping with this boy the entire time. She was sleeping with this boy, fucking this boy, having it up with this boy, and he was taking care of her. I'm saying, he as in Simon. Simon taking care of her, this boy smiling in Simon's face, and you fucking him. Well, let me say this. Fallon looks better with the new boy than with Simon, okay? So that's just, in her head, she already was tired of Simon. Only reason why she with Simon is Simon gotta know that he is ugly. He is not cute, he is not handsome. Ain't a lick of fucking handsome in his ass. His stomach, his titties, his arms, his eyebrows, his eyes, his head, his lips, his cheeks, he ugly. Fallon is beautiful. The bitch look like Pocahontas, okay? She look like she's some kin to Pocahontas. You cannot expect her to be like, oh my God, I so love you, I so love you. Simon should have opened up the door to a threesome. He should have opened up the door to other men, giving it to her while he sit there and assist, and maybe that would have made her a little bit more happy, a little bit more, uh, um, a little bit more tolerant of being in the relationship with him, you know? Because um, he is ugly. All he has is money, and probably emotionally he's there. Sexually, it's probably not there. Or sexually, he's there. Emotionally, he's not. Or both. He's not there. Or all, oh, he's there and she was just done. Because she don't want his ass, period. Um, but was it wrong? Yes. No matter how good they look together, Fallon and the new guy, 
Fallon was dead ass wrong. You lost every fucking thing. I want to know, can this boy fly you on a jet? Is this boy a billion millionaire, whatever the fuck Simon is, a thousandaire bitch? Is he that? I highly doubt that it's Jalen, Fallon knew boo, or the one that Fallon was sleeping with, allegedly, the whole time she was with this sugar daddy. I highly doubt he'd be able to provide everything that Simon was able to provide. It just don't go no that way. You come across them kind of men once in a lifetime. Unless you Marlo and you sit your ass every day at the bar, the rich people bar, and Buckhead or some shit. Seriously. Because that's what Marlo do. She got several sugar daddies. That bitch be up in Buckhead with not a dime to her fucking name. Up in Buckhead looking for the next white man who will just touch her boobs and give her some money for it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, Portia's living a life. Pillar birthday was awesome. Um, I felt so bad because I'm just, I'm imagining like, is Fallon at a hotel with her children? Is Fallon at the um, United Suites Inn down the fucking street, bitch? Because she done lost everything. And Portia up here with her pearly white teeth, big ass booty and snatched waist, having a good ass time with Simon and his fucking children. I mean, Simon at his fucking uh, resort in Atlanta, bitch. Because it looked like a resort they was at, bitch. That shit looked fun. And then Dennis got a nerve to be there. Looked like providing hot dogs. Looked like. Looked like Dennis had the Dennis hot dog factory there. Which he did. It's his daughter's birthday. So that's probably where those hot dogs came from. But it was, it was really beautiful. Like, I was like, damn, Fallon, you lost it all. Fallon lost it all. I've been in a situation like that before. But guess what? The person that I'm with, I love him. Even when we were broke and homeless... I still wanted him to sit on my dick and tongue kiss me. Still. I still wanted him to hold me at night. The other guy that I was with before him, I was turning my back to him in the bed. And I'm just keeping it real. I was completely turning my back to him in the bed. Because I didn't want to be with him. Now the person I'm with now is tired of me. Don't want to be with me. And guess what? The person I was tired of was a Leo. Now I'm with another Leo and this Leo tired of me. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? Anyway, unfortunately, um, Portia and um, Fallon, I think they just need to duke it out. Uh, but I would say that Fallon needs some extra strength, so maybe Fallon can bring a friend because Portia will drag Fallon. Or maybe um, you can give Fallon a, a sword or something, some type of weapon to uh, hit Portia with. Because, uh, baby, please believe. Anyway. I got Wendy Williams written down here, but I cannot remember what Wendy Williams said about Fallon and um, Portia Williams. But I do know Eva Marcel was recently on um, Eva Marcel was recently on Wendy Williams, and she did say, "You know, I feel like at some point you're going to outgrow the show. It's like retirement. You got, you know, you you don't look forward to it, but you know what's going to happen. So I would say, prepare for it." Another thing about the Housewives, though. I think that Candy's outgrown the show. Like, I like her so much, and I think that she's too big for the Housewives. Candy is a very strategic woman. I know she's got stuff to sell, music and things like that, but... She is a very, very savvy um, entrepreneur and businesswoman, so... I just think Riley is too old now, watching everything go down. They got um, Ace now. And I think she's out, she's a bigger star than this. And Blaze. Yes. I think if she wants to bust the move, she does it, but does it, does it in a way that keeps great relationships with Bravo, NBC, Universal? Yeah. Because she has her TV show, she's on Shy now. She and Todd have got a real marriage, and you know, marriage gets kind of shaky sometimes on reality TV. She's doing her thing, she has her other TV show on Bravo. So just try to figure out a, a cute exit.
my exit happened to be very perfectly timed, but she just needs a good timing. Which I can totally agree with her on that. I do believe that Candy has outgrown the show, although that does not mean that I'm tired of seeing Candy. That just means I want to see Candy in a different light. I want to see her on a different show, not this one anymore. Um, I would like to see her on something different or take a break at least and then come back to us and, 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 and give it to us uh, in a surprise, you know, like a surprise season one year. You just return with your new life. Um, but I always think that Candy, I think Candy should have a hand at least in the show. I think she should have a hand in in events that happen, in how how they will um, how they will go to trips and what trips they will go to, how the games will go. I think Candy should have a big hand in it. Um, or do we just want Candy to have a complete break from Bravo and from the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Not from Bravo, maybe RHOA, but not from Bravo. I don't want Candy completely gone from Bravo. Um, but I don't even know what the fuck I put Wendy Williams for. Um, I be so busy and I get sidetracked and I totally forget what the fuck I'm talking about. So next time, I'll try to remember what Wendy Williams said. Wendy Williams said something and I can't even quite remember exactly what Wendy Williams said. But she said something. Um, so let's move on. Bingo Live is a live streaming platform owned by a Singapore-based Bigo Technology, which was founded in 2014 by David Lee and Jason Hugh. Um, in 2019, Bigo Technology was acquired by Joy, a Chinese company listed on the NASDAQ. Bigo Technology has developed proprietary artificial intelligence and machine learning that is in integrated into the application. The AI features are used to enhance user engagement and experience during the live stream. Viewers can support their favorite broadcasters with in-app gifts, and some extremely popular broadcasters use the app as a full-time paid employment. Okay? That's just a little bit of it. Basically, you go live on Bego, you talk shit, you say what you want to say, but be interesting, right? And the people that like you will come Put their money onto the, onto your your card has to be your money has to be on a card. The card has to be registered to your Google Play Store, your Apple Store, or whatever app store you buy your your apps from, or whatever you 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 buy your stuff from on your phone, right? So when you buy gifts in the app, you you download the app, you go into the app, you go live, or you go watch someone's live. You want you like them so much, you want to press the gift box. You press the gift box. It will prompt you to buy diamonds. Diamonds allows you to buy things. On the app, you buy diamonds. On the app, you buy gifts with the diamonds that you bought from the app. Okay? So you'll buy 200 diamonds. You'll spend those 200 diamonds in purchasing gifts for your favorite broadcasters. You'll send those diamonds in, and as you send those diamonds in, you will receive gifts back. You will receive little small perks uh, back. Um, just little small perks. One being, you could be seen more often than a person who does not do, uh, who don't participate in the activities, right? Um, but at the same time, um, your gifts that you're receiving from the broadcasters, I mean, from the people who are watching you, are not turning back into diamonds. They are turning into something called gold beans, a little small gold beans. And um, those beans, you can cash in for cash. They'll deposit it onto your card. 210 beans cost $1, okay? 210 beans equals out to $1. Jason Lee is one of the main ones that talk about Bego a lot. And actually, I'm on Bego because of Jason Lee and because of um, Shekinah Joe. Shekinah Joe said, get on here. She was on here going off about something. 
Um, and and so um, I was like, you know what? In order for me to see these lives, her talking about Tiny and T.I., I need to just download it because the people aren't really recording the entire stream, right? So I decided to download it, and the first person I looked for was Shekinah, and lo and behold, she was live the day I downloaded it. The day I downloaded it, boom, there was Shekinah. Then I ran into... <laughs> what she say? Uh, oh, God. Right. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? Anyway, um, so you turn your beans in, and your beans will turn into cash. You get that cash. You choose how much you want. You can only deposit up to, I think, uh, a limit of $40,000 at one time or something like that. Uh, or a month. Or a month. Allegedly. Uh, but I believe that's what it is. Um, that's a lot of fucking money. And Bego is popping, okay? So I just want to say, everybody who's not on Bego and don't know what Bego is, I guarantee you by 2025, just about everybody will be on Bego because it's really becoming more popular, more popular, more popular. People are going to abandon YouTube. They're going to abandon um, Facebook, and they're going to abandon Instagram. I think one thing that will stick around like, 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 like ants is Facebook. Facebook ain't going nowhere, okay? Mark Zuckerberg is the devil, okay? He ain't going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. Oh, let me not say Mark Zuckerberg on here, actually. Let me say uh, Jason, Jason Who and David Lee. So what I got it like this. Too. And then talk. Uh, okay. Anyway, I think I've been talking with a really loud tone today. Usually, my voice is not this loud. Usually, I talk like this. Low tone, low, chilled out. You feel me? But I guarantee you, like I said, everybody gonna be on Bigo. You can't beat Bigo. You can actually make money for broadcasting. Okay. Uh, a lot of people do some cheating stuff on there. There, there are some cheating scams on there. Um, but. If you get into that and you don't get caught, that's your prerogative, okay? I don't know how to scheme, scam, steal, or nothing. I always get caught. If I'm trying to steal a bag of chips, I'm the one that's like, they looking at us. They looking at us. You know, I get us caught if, 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 I'm, with the, if I'm with somebody that's still, I'm definitely, I'm going to get us caught. Like, I have to completely walk away, okay? Plus, I have such a conscience that I feel like energy is a motherfucker. I cause, I cause things to happen. From my own mind like i feel like i think so hard about it um that i cause it to happen to myself you know so if i'm sitting there thinking oh my god i hope we don't get caught oh my god i hope we don't get caught then we probably get caught because that's just me i like i i, I pull energy i exude energy i think that what i think my thoughts manifest um and i gotta try to think positive thoughts I gotta try my best to think positive thoughts so that when I think positive thoughts, maybe the positive things will happen. But I think I've tried that before and nothing happened but bad things. I think for a whole week I thought of positive stuff. I said, today I'm gonna go into class, I'm not gonna cuss the teacher out. I didn't. The next day I said, today I'm gonna do all my work. I went to, um, I, what's the, ESS, what's, ISS, ISS. I used to go to ISS a lot, a whole lot, from elementary, middle school, high school. I was in ISS so much. I had to write so many times. I would not open my mouth. I would not open my mouth. I would not open my mouth. Miss Lee did not play. She had me sitting in that class writing front and back till she got tied to lunch. Anyway, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that bell. Okay, make sure you hit that thumbs up, okay? Don't hit the thumbs down or I will clip you in the throat. 
I promise you. I'll do the trick. Look up. Uh, hit you in the throat. I promise you. I dare you. Hit the down button. I promise you. I'll be at your door tomorrow telling you, look up. Boom. Hit you in the throat. And I'm getting my taxi. I'm out. Hit the thumbs up. Not the thumbs down. Even if you did not like the video. That ain't my problem. Find another video on Rebel TV and you'll probably like it. You're probably having a bad day today if you dislike this video. You dislike this. You dislike this podcast. You dislike this. You probably having a bad day. It ain't me. It's you. Look at yourself. Check yourself. Check you, okay? Follow us at The Urban Binge on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at The Urban Binge, okay? Uh, Facebook is with two E's, The Urban Binge, instead of The Urban Binge, it's The Urban Binge. Uh, make sure you guys follow. Make sure you subscribe again. Uh, and make sure you guys go download the app Bego. If you have any questions, DM us at The Urban Binge, um, and we'll kind of let you know what we do know, because we don't know um, everything like everybody else. A lot of people know a lot of shit about Bego. I don't know that much shit. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm your boy, Rico Bellucci. Anyway, guys, um, so... Next time I come back with another show, maybe I will have my partner here with me. Um, and, and, and probably for a week, I'm going to just be doing voice and no face. Make sure you share. Make sure you give us five stars on the podcast radio. Give us five stars, guys. Give us five stars. Give us great reviews. Um, if we're not good today, we'll be good tomorrow. We ain't good today, we'll be good tomorrow, bro. We ain't good today, we'll be good tomorrow, bro. All right? See you guys later. And we're out. Stand, I said none of y'all, knuckle. Don't stress, quattro, nigga. Don't come down, don't come down, don't come down.